Welcome to the Wags of SCI podcast, where we discuss life, love, and caregiving after spinal cord injury. Hosted by Elena Pauly and Brooke Paget. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wags of SCI podcast with your hosts, Brooke Paget and Elena Pauly. Super excited to be here today with you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, before we get started, we just wanted to send a big shout out to our main sponsor, Robin Wishart of Wishart Brain and Spine Law here in Vancouver. Uh, we just wanted to say thank you for all of your support and just let you guys know that Robin is our official advocate. She sponsors our podcast, but she also is a key player in our girl gang, like we like to call it our girl gang. Um, She is available pretty much 24-7 to help you out with things like resources in your area all over North America. There's a lot of details about her operation, um, which are brain and spine law, on our website, wagsofsci.com. You can just click on our legal section and you can see a big biography all about Robin and her team and what they do for our community really helps to have someone like her on our side as an advocate as someone who understands this injury as someone who is just there for you in every aspect so if you need some help please email us wegsofsci at gmail.com or you can visit our website and contact Robin directly make sure you mention that we sent you over um, her website is brainandspinelaw.com. So today's hot topic on the podcast is self-care. And as many of you may be familiar, we do have the Wags of SEI self-care group on Facebook. And we will be slowly transitioning out of that onto the Signal app. So if you don't have it already, please go ahead and download the Signal app. It is free and it is protected. It is private. And um, your content and anything you share on there will not be shared with anybody and it will not stick to the app for eternity. Um, Like some of the other social media networks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're going to talk about self-care. And I know like, you know, we may get some eye rolls right now because it's like, oh, self-care again. But it's like, we really like to talk about this and kind of all aspects of self-care as WEGS of SCI because it is something that really isn't discussed at all in our community, especially um, in the WEGS of SCI world. Um you know, we all know how stressful it can be, um, especially during the first few years of this injury. So we like to hammer in self-care in our podcast so people understand that it is something that isn't just fleeting. It is something that if you can get into the habit of caring for yourself first, even if you are a caregiver and have huge responsibilities on your shoulders, your whole world will start to sort itself out and start to change for the better. And, you know, Elena, we always like to talk about this because I would have paid huge money if I could um, to have someone lecture me about self-care at the beginning of Evan's injury. How about you? Yes, absolutely. Or even have somebody come forward and say, hey, I would like to take you out for a cup of coffee or here's a gift certificate to go out and do something for yourself. So the reason why we began the self-care, the WEGS of SEI self-care group was because we wanted to also push our community members and their friends and family to participate in the WEGS of SEI self-care five-kilometer 
walk, jog, just come out and move your body. And that takes place on March 20th each year. And we will be opening registration right away for that as well. So last year we did phenomenally. Our The women in our community fundraised a heap of money. So we were able to give back to you guys all throughout the year in the form of date nights. And that is something that is very near and dear to our hearts. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, Brooke and I began the self-care packages by collecting pop cans in our neighborhoods and um, taking them to the bottle depot and, and getting a refund of some cash and and uh, pooling that together. So this group is truly grassroots. <laughs> We've put in our souls, I want to say blood, sweat and tears, but there hasn't been a whole bunch of blood yet. Bloodshed. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> Blood Remember Blood the, uh, the uh, lemonade yeah. stand that we did in front of the hospital? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was another really good one. We've done um, the good karma bracelets. That was another great one. We have been fortunate enough to have some of you writing into us saying, hey, I would like to donate um, a self-care package, I guess, or a self-care date night or sorry, a date night to a couple. We've had Annalisa... Um, come forward many times with wanting to provide a self-care or, or a date night for our couples. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It, so after a couple of years of kind of doing the whole like grassroots, you know, the, we, we like to do the bottles just to show that anybody can raise money, no matter who you are. Um, you know, the lemonade stands, the bracelets, the merchandise. Um, we started to be like, okay, how can we get these women involved more? This is their cause, right? Like this is something that doesn't exist if it wasn't for WEGS of SCI. So how can we get these mm-hmm. women involved in their own cause? And that's when we decided to start the run. Because not only are you kind of getting together, getting yourself together in a way that it's like, okay, I have to train for this. I'm going to commit to doing this every day, even if it's just walking. It's not only good for your mental health, your physical health, but it's good for your community too. And you can start your own teams, which is really cool. So you can register and then you can get your friends and family to donate directly to your quote team. Um, And it makes it much more personal. So when you send off those emails, it's not just, hey, donate to Wags of SCI. It's like, hey, donate to my cause. Don't donate to my girl gang. This is how I'm getting support. This is what I want to see continued. Um, And we honestly, we can't do it without those funds. Like we really can't. Um, Mm -hmm. We do as much as we can ourselves. But then at the end of the day, you know, we need your guys' help. And it's a way that you guys can participate in not just for yourselves or paying it forward to others, to women who actually really need to split away from their life for a second and do something that involves self-care or nourishment or education. Um, just something that splits them off from the, from the stress of this lifestyle, right? Yeah, for sure. And not even necessarily the stress. It's like maybe you want to go out on a date night with your beau and you want to dress up and you want to have, you know, a nice cocktail or a meal that maybe is not feasible for you financially at the moment. So this is a great initiative. But don't forget also, there are some really, really great prizes. Last year, we had a lot of very fun prizes to give away. I don't even know how much money we gave away in prizes, but it was totally worth it. And we had so much fun. And (laughs) 
Brooke and I have our pink pants ready to go in our closets. We are yeah. going to be, yes, very, very hot pink. You'll be able to see us running on the seawall in Vancouver. So <laughs> again, it's just a really great initiative. But to get back to self-care of, as of this morning, Brooke and I woke up and we went venturing at seven o'clock in the morning to find a good beach that was bright enough that was lit up enough to go for our very first cold bath cold ice bath this uh do you want to get into that a little bit why do we choose to go swimming in the ocean in January in Canada, where, where there's snow all around us. We had the, the biggest dumping of snow this year, and the water is very, very, very chilly. It's literally like having an ice bath. Yeah, for sure. They say that in like the studies and stuff, they say that the optimal temperature is between 30 and 50 degrees. So today it was 39 degrees Fahrenheit. So it was about two or three degrees Celsius for us here in Vancouver. And um, Which is it was perfect. our first time. Yeah, it was our first time doing something like this. And I think the reason why we're doing something like this is not just to like show off or like join the fad. It's more like committing to doing something different that challenges you, um, something that's out of the ordinary and something that where you can show how strong you truly are. It's really empowering. And, you know, I know we were talking about this before the podcast, Elena, but like the little voices in our heads prior to our first dip was interesting. <laughs> yes. It was more like, you're going to die. Don't, yeah. You know, that's what we were sort of saying, especially like because both of us ha- have been with our partners pre-spinal cord injury so when you get into this ice and I'm looking at Brooke and her her arms are or her hands are above the water and the rest of her is underwater and her hands are shaking and I'm thinking oh my god she's panicking do I go into like rescue mode or do I just like mind my own business and like watch this happen (laughs) so it's like the little voices in our heads are like you're not gonna die you're not gonna get hypothermia the fish or the octopus or the dolphins will not come and eat you and um well, that was... voice is the soul voice. That That is the, the <laughs> yeah. reasonable, wise voice that comes in after you're panicking, after, after. your chatty voice that wants to protect you is saying, yeah. oh my God, am I going to have a heart attack? Oh my God, how I can't do this. Oh my God, you can't do this. You're stupid for trying this. And then yeah. the soul voice comes in and says, no, you'll be just fine. This is good for you. You can do it. And then when you don't listen to the chatty voice and the one that wants to sabotage you, like we both had to experience this morning. And, you know, I'm sure all of you understand just what that voice is and paying attention to what it's saying. Like I know when I was driving up to the beach to meet you, my voice was saying, Oh my God, what if I have a heart attack? Like what if it's in the water? Yeah. I was like, what if I have a heart attack? What if this is like too much for my body? And then I'm like, no, this is just your little voice trying to protect you from doing something new and out of the ordinary and bless, bless her heart. She's just trying to keep you safe. And then it's just like that feeling of empowerment of actually dunking and just like holding it. We did a minute this morning, which was pretty cool because I know it takes a while to work up to the five minutes that you're supposed to do. So we started Mm -hmm. with one minute. We both made it, which was awesome. But like, let's describe what it felt like to our listeners. (laughs) Well, the power of the cold, the the power of the cold needles that are stabbing into your skin and into your, I don't know. I don't know about you because I didn't go as far as Brooke. I went in, I dunked and I slowly started to back away looking at her like, 
<laughs> alarm is going off in my head, which is like back away, get out, maybe go up to your waist. Yeah. So I stayed, I stayed at my waist, but mm-hmm. um, I think there are a lot of really great benefits that will lead to a, a healthier and happier individual and a healthier and happier life. If you can go through it and you can do the, you know, the physical recovery of the ice bath, <laughs> which is just, you know, stay in it and fight your inner thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I but I think it definitely, you know, it's the cold exposure is supposed to really increase your parasympathetic activity. And it's supposed Mm -hmm. to help with weight loss. And it's supposed to help with um, just, you know, inflammation, inflammation in the body is supposed to help with a whole heap of diseases. And um, it's it's really cool, because this is paired with the Wim Hof breathing method, which Brooke Um, has been doing for quite some time. And I just began recently. And again, it's sort of very similar feelings with the breathing method, because when you're breathing, and you sort of feel like you're going to pass out from, you know, getting your air filling your lungs up and, and letting all the air out, and you keep going for about a about a minute, um, without any breaks, and you sort of feel a little lightheaded. So again, it's it's a little bit outside of the regular of just coasting through your day-to-day life, you know, waking up, brush your teeth, have your coffee, go to work. You, you're not quite as inside your body. Um, I want to say like, I don't want to use the word mindful, but you're not, you kind of just like coast, you know, you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm just here for survival and I'm just here for taking myself from place to place. So this is really great because it brings your awareness back to your body, which I think is awesome. And and why not start something new? You know, people typically like to have New Year's resolutions. And we sort of talked about this before how we didn't necessarily need to have any but one really great resolution is to try something new each day, you know, add a little bit of something new to your to your list of routine, which is which can be anything. It could be anything from taking the longer route home from work or going for a little bit of a longer walk or reading a chapter in your book at nighttime, or maybe taking five minutes to yourself to sit and listen to music quietly or whatever that looks like. But I think over time and as the year goes on, you're going to realize, wow, my life is quite good. It's quite different. And I've added so many really positive benefits. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I I just think like, it's just so important because a lot of women listening right now don't even realize how stressed out they are. Um, I know I didn't. Um, But the fact is, is like, especially if you start, um, if you've been dating your partner prior to the injury and you go through the injury with your partner, it's a trauma, right? We talk about this all the time. The trauma happens to you as well as him. It's just different. Mm -hmm. And the body does not, the amygdala in the brain, which is the fear center of the brain, it's there to protect you. It's there to keep the tiger uh, away from you. If you know, it it sparks the adrenaline so you can run away if a tiger is chasing you. This is like some deep, deep primal protection. Our amygdalas are there for a reason. However, when you go through a stressful traumatic experience, the amygdala just keeps going off. Um, It gets stored in there, right? And you feel like you're in a fight or flight existence every day. And this is what they call chronic chronic stress. It gets to the point where you feel so stressed all the time that it feels normal. And you begin to lose sight of what it feels like to be calm. I know I did. I know you did, Elena. And it's like, 
Yeah. You literally become so conditioned to be on your toes all the time. Oh, like there's something around the corner all the time that oh, it becomes sure. normal, right? You're always getting up, getting down. Is he okay? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? Then factor in all the responsibility that you have, right? Then factor in the mental stuff. The what if he dies? What if, what, what if something happens to him? Blah, blah, blah. That all just compounds on top of each other until you don't even know what it feels like to be a calm, centered, balanced person. And here's the thing. Doing yoga a few times, it, it doesn't work. You have to literally do as much as you can every day to reverse that. And it takes months, if not years, to get to a place where you feel balanced again, truly balanced, layer after layer, like peeling an onion. Um, and so like, I feel like adding these things like the ice baths, well, they call it water immersion. So doing water immersions are a way for us to kind of come together. And there, you know, like you were talking about before, there's actually proven statistics all over the internet that show the physiological benefits of decreasing your stress and how that works and increasing your metabolism. And there's so much research around the psychological aspects of it. You know, we were talking about earlier how you hear the voice telling you you can't do it. You hear a million excuses of why you can't do it, of how you could be dying. That's just chatter of the mind, right? That's the amygdala trying to protect you. And when you're first starting, well, like when you first wake up and you say, oh my God, you know, I'm starting to get some health problems. I'm starting to notice how stressed I am. And usually that comes, this is, I can say this in a generalized way because this is how the majority of wake-ups come to people. It usually happens when there's a breakdown, a mental breakdown, a physical breakdown, some sort of illness, some sort of close call where you have to re-examine everything. And that's just how humans are. They keep going until they can't anymore, right? Our bodies love us. They want us to be healthy. And so they give us these notifications. And when you are stressed, you can't hear the notifications. And so then your body just gets super pissed off and it says, okay, I'm going to give them a big notification so that they cannot say no to me. And that's why we have these breakdowns. And, and that's kind of when the journey will start for all of us, you know, but it can be such a transformational tool where it's just like, wow, I don't want to continue living like this. Placing myself last is not a long-term solution. It's a temporary solution. Cause of course, right. You have to place your partner first in many aspects, but it's not a long-term healthy solution for your body. Right. So I guess like long rant short, <laughs> um, you have to get to that place where you truly want to change. And then once you truly want to change, then you have to move to a place where you give yourself compassion and love and support instead of being your own drill sergeant, you love and support yourself and you move slowly to deeper and deeper levels of calm. And it takes a long time and it takes a lot of willpower. It takes a lot of... Ugh, sticking to what you're supposed to do and not giving up on yourself and just getting to the place where you say, I don't want to give up on myself. I can't. And so like, if someone were to tell me this the, during the first year of my partner's accident, I would have said, you know what? I don't have time for this. You know, I was eating well, I was exercising, but it was never with the intention of reducing stress and with the intention of like shifting my mindset. You know what I mean? Like it, it took mm -hmm. a while to get to that place where you're just like, okay, this isn't working. Something needs to change. Right. Of course. And recognizing that and having those 
really honest conversations with yourself can be really painful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think I think the most important thing is just to be really kind to yourself, be really mm-hmm. patient, don't look for perfection mm-hmm. in whatever you're doing. Just do it. Like this morning, I said to you, Brooke. After we got out, you know, and and we came back in, and I said honestly, I was expecting that I would only go up to like my toes yeah. and my water shoes, yeah. my water shoes that are like yeah. bright purple, and so the expectations for me were my, my bar was set quite low. It was just for me today was show up, do the thing, and then the next time you come, it'll be better and better, and whatever you have decided to take on for your journey for. January when we all set our resolutions um just show up and and do them and watch your journey unfold and watch yourself progress and impress yourself progress and impress baby progress and impress so anyways um you know just it doesn't have to be perfect whatever perfect means to you doesn't exist anyways and the benefit of this is that your partner is going to really start to notice you change and maybe they're going to want to make some changes too. And maybe they're going to want to push themselves um, to try new things because they're going to be able to watch you as you take on your new journeys and try new hobbies, try new exercises or activities. Um, Like I know I'm sure Dan thinks I'm like a complete wacko as I close the spare room door and do my Wim Hof breathing exercises. And, you know, you, you hear Wim Hof, um, you're almost there. One minute, take a deep breath. You know, you hear him on his audio recording in his, in his accent. And I'm just like huffing and puffing in the other room. So, um, so I can only imagine, but it's really cool because yesterday Dan asked me about breathing as part of his um, rec therapy program. I guess he has to design a module for, I think it's like a breathing exercise or singing or something. So he, you know, he's, he was more inquisitive. He was asking more questions about that. So it didn't make me feel like a complete wacko, even though, you know, even though I questioned it too, because I'm thinking, am I going to pass out? Am I going to breathe too much? I'm just going to pass out on the floor here. <laughs> so yeah. whatever it is, um, challenge yourself, do something new because you will even surprise yourself. Yeah, for sure. And I also thought, I think we should mention that, you know, we talk about Wim Hof. We talk about this, <laughs> the Iceman. If you're not into him, there are so many other breathing techniques that you can try. And again, why is this important? It's important because there is a mountain of evidence, scientific studies out there that you can look up yourself on the internet about the benefits of belly breathing and vagus nerve breathing and parasympathetic regulation breathing. And this is when you start doing it for the first time, you'll notice a change in your physiology right away. So there are some different kinds of breathing that you can do. And I know we went over this in a podcast before, but this is for all like our new um, listeners. So there's um, something in the yoga tradition called a yoga nidra. And you can Google that on um, YouTube. There's a bunch of free stuff on yoga nidra breathing. And it's just, it's a belly breathing. And you can be coached through that by a lot of experts on YouTube and um, some of them incorporate into into meditation. Some of them don't, but once you learn that, if that's your thing, 
it'll work really well for you. And then you can also go on YouTube and just search vagus nerve stimulation breathing or vagal nerve breathing or vagal toning breathing. And what the vagal nerve is, is it's the main nerve that runs all the way up your body. And it's basically in charge of feeding your organs with energy. And if your vagus nerve is not stimulated, you'll experience poor health and stress. And I think they have statistics out there that says that the majority of the population have um, vagal nerve issues. So um, you definitely, there are a lot of different options for people who aren't into the Iceman. Um, and who wants something different. But um, who wouldn't be into the ice man? He's a very lovely man. <laughs> we like him because he's super funny and he's he's awesome. He's all, he's also amazing. Like he got into this because his wife committed suicide. Um, he has a really powerful story. And he the the breathing and the cold water baths, baths they they healed him. And so I feel like everybody has a story though, like where mm-hmm. they started doing something really different. And people laughed at them. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) it's something that's really cool. Like what happened to us when we first started Wags of SCI, you know, like we were bombarded with a lot of positivity, but also there was a lot of negativity Mm -hmm. of like, you know, you guys shouldn't be doing this. This isn't cool. Like this is no, 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 no. There was a lot of positivity. There was very rare negativity, but because we are sensitive beings and we want to help everybody, we felt a little, a little discouraged. Well, there was a lot of people that said it wasn't necessarily negative. It was more just like, um, implying that we were selfish for, spending time talking about our needs when it's the injured person that matters kind of thing. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it was just, it's, it was more like it was, wasn't so much negative, but it was more like a paradigm shift that like people weren't ready for considering how archaic the spinal cord injury, um, medical community can be sometimes, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know, back to the, uh, to the breathing and doing something different and trying this out for yourself. We really just want to encourage everybody to learn how to regulate yourself, learn how to spend time on yourself, on yourself. Because like Elena, you were saying earlier, when you work on yourself, um, everything around you changes and the people around you change and your whole perspective of life changes. And we'd hate to see you you as in whoever's listening right now, we'd hate to see you continually going down a road of stress, even if you don't know that you're stressed, um, continuing down that road and having experiences that are not necessarily helpful to you when they could be, if you were just, you know, paying, paying attention to that small voice that can get drowned out very easily by stress and by responsibility. Mm -hmm. And like, we know what that feels like. It's a constant, Uh, attention to detail that's needed (laughs) right yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely so if you do also if you know if you have any great tips or great activities that you've decided to step into for the new year please feel free to write us at wagsofsei at gmail.com we would love to share them with our community and um you know, if you haven't already joined, please join the Wags of SEI self-care group. And at the moment that is on Facebook, but we will be slowly transitioning to moving to Signal, the Signal app. And uh, it's a great community. It's a great way to get women to inspire each other. We've got Annalisa doing some heavy weight lifting. We've got Brooke doing some yoga training. We've got 
me eating bonbons on the couch. But I think also there's 500 ladies on there now, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like so no, and 500 people. There is quite a few, but no, in all seriousness, everybody comes from a different background and self-care means different things to different people. Self-care could be an activity that you decided to take on, such as art or painting or reading or walking, or I think somebody was even doing stained glass art, which is really, really fun. And um, yeah, it is. It's really cool. Just be creative. Yeah. It's not just fitness. It's like spending time on you, creativity time out, music, all this stuff that you need to do in order to be a full human. Um, and ah, speaking time, of, right? and speaking of music, Brooke, what, what kind of songs have you learned on that drum that I got you for Christmas? <laughs> I've learned what I do is I basically in the morning, I just like play a little tune to like cleanse the air with beautiful sounds. And then before we go to bed, I'll just like play a bunch of like notes just to like have that noise in the air. It's just like really cleansing. So Mm -hmm. I haven't really learned any like, you know, note like regular music on it, but I I do like to play it a couple times a day just to like cleanse the air. So it's been really it's been really awesome. It's like on my, it's on our liquor cabinet. So it's like right there for us to see (laughs) as like a nice little I don't know. It's really awesome. Um, Before we end here, yeah, before Mm -hmm. we end here, I wanted to clarify, um, we are not like fully switching off Facebook. We are just um, going, trying to get people to come over to Signal and Telegram uh, because they are private and they're more encrypted and they're not going to use your data for marketing purposes. You're not going to like feel like you're being violated. They don't really have community guidelines. So it's kind of a more private, secure place to be. Um, we're also going to probably move into an app of our own based off our own software sometime within the coming year or two, depending on where the internet goes. Because <laughs> you know, there's a lot of weird things happening in the online world right now. And we just want to make sure that all our members are safe and protected and their data is protected. And, you know, it's, it's also nice to be able to talk about whatever we need to talk about in a private setting. So what signal is for people that don't know is signal is a, it's like kind of like a messaging service. It's kind of like WhatsApp, except it's encrypted and it's private. And so we have a group on there where it's always, people are always chatting and responding to each other. And it's more of like a messaging style texting thing where all of your messages get stored in one thread. And then Telegram, which we just started yesterday, we're going to try and get our followers up on that or subscribers up for that. We started a Telegram channel, which is, again, it's not censored. Um, It's basically you can post whatever you want. Um, It's something that is encrypted as well. So those few things... Uh, we would love you to join us on we're not posting a ton on them a ton of information on there as of yet we just want to build up our community on those apps so that we have them there in case something happens with facebook (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah join us on those apps um and yeah thank you so much for joining us today as we discuss self-care once again and we hope you can tune in next week we have a bunch of really really amazing podcasts coming up as we said in our new year's episode we have a bunch of really awesome podcasts to share with you guys and a lot of great experts and a lot of great information and yeah thank you so much for tuning in and until next time be kind to one another and Just be kind. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, everyone. Cheers.